0: You're listening to I'm Podcasting, hello My name is Gar and I'll be your host I'm a Twitch streamer and this is where I talk to people I've met on the internet Get to know the community as we talk about streaming, life, and random things So sit back, relax, and enjoy hey guys and welcome to I'm podcasting hello we're here today with zero confidence uh, he is a variety streamer I guess yeah he yes. streams a variety of games on Twitch um, and uh, we're just doing this little project because I thought it'd be a fun idea and like to just to get to know more of the streamers around our community so hello zero
1: hello gar is uh, uh first- now that we- now that we actually get the chance, should you, I guess I've actually wanted to know this? How do I associate you with? Is it Gar or anything else you prefer to be called by?
0: Yeah, you can call me Gar. I'm fine okay. with Gar. Some people call me Gary, but oh, um, it's kind of strange. I don't know.
1: <laughs> some people <laughs> yeah. call
0: me Gar. Some people go Gary. It's 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 a thing because my full name is actually really long. So it's just nickname. I mean, it's like a nickname sort of thing, and. Mm-hmm. I try not to put out my, you know, full name out there because of internet reasons. Yeah, you totally understand these sort of things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Gar seems like a common enough name. Uh, not as common as Gary, but you know, so it's easier to distinguish. But yeah. So first up, I just want to ask you, like, um, why
1: zero confidence? <laughs> okay, so that uh, if. I'll try and give it a a TLDR of it. Um, I maybe have a rough patch with my family where I kind of grew up. I wouldn't say with a silver spoon, but generally, I don't know if you understand of having a household and a Latino kind of family where you're generally the baby of the family and your parents don't really want you to do anything. You're safe and protected at home. So usually when I wanted to do something or branch out and do something, it was immediately slapped down as uh reckless or why would i go about that and you don't know what you're talking about the world's hard so i kind of didn't really as, as i said grow up with any confidence in what i wanted to do but i never really learned how to cook learn how to do laundry at le- until i met moon who pretty much gave me all the life lessons that i needed to learn um and when i had the opportunity to many years ago when i was in high school just coming out of high school uh i was being trained uh, by a representative for uh, Halo uh, in Texas, for my city, and um, he took me under my wing and my at the time my coworker I was working with, and he taught us how to play, and we got really into it. And um, he t- he offered me a position on his team uh, to play with him, and I was like nineteen at the time, maybe eighteen, and I brought it to my folks like, hey, um, I just qualified to be part of the represent- representative of Texas for Halo. Um, I want, I think I can do it. And they're like, if you go follow this path, we're going to kick you out of the house. So I, uh, I let that go. And, uh, it kind of stuck with me for many years that, uh, anything I really wanted to do, I got to, you know, college is not for everyone. My parents were really set on me going to college. And after many years, nothing clicked. and I ended up dropping out, um, uh, in the long run, um, fast forward to about a couple of years ago, I was having dinner with my folks and, um. My mom brought up the whole talk of like PewDiePie and Markiplier, like these big name streamers and YouTubers are making a bunch of money uh, doing this thing. She's like, man, what a time to be alive. It's uh, really weird seeing this happen. like now I told my mom again that, we, you know, uh, I had the opportunity to do something similar to that 10 years ago. And you said I couldn't do it because it was, a, it was a dumb gamble and I would end up being homeless. And she looked at me and says, oh, that's because you didn't want it bad enough. And if you really wanted it bad enough, you would have defied me and done it anyways. And kind of after that, it kind of like a nerve struck with me so bad that I was like, all right, you know what? We're going gonna... to... I've never had any confidence in anything I can do. So we're going to go into this with that same mentality. And it's kind of really stuck. I don't have it in myself, but other people have it in me. And that's kind of been really my motivation and my pushing point. Wow. That's a lot to... It. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. You probably didn't want a, a heavy-handed like answer at the beginning of. Oh your, no, uh, no,
0: <laughs> this is good. <laughs> and so we can get to know each other more. I think uh, similarly, uh, because I d- we don't have um, like Latino culture here at all because you know Malaysian stuff. Mm-hmm. But I I guess like the closest thing that would be is probably like the Chinese Asian kind of culture, family mm-hmm. dynamic kind of thing because I'm. I'm the only child in my family, Mm -hmm. so that, it's kind of the same way where your your parents kind of like try to, you know... um, Choose your path? They try to, yeah, choose your path. Well, not, for me, it wasn't really choosing my path, but making sure that I didn't um, make any mistakes, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I... I'm like you know I'm I'm generally anxious and I also have like not a lot of confidence because like for me I have a really a big issue of like um, fear of failure because I, I don't want to try something unless I know that I'm going to like succeed I don't know if that's a really Asian thing to say <laughs>
1: I think that's more but, of a, it, it's, that's more of an upbringing a, a than an Asian thing. There could be some outside sources, which was in my case, where generally a lot of things can be put into your head that anything you do will be the wrong choice unless somebody made it for yeah, you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah.
1: So, and, and my
0: parents are really traditional, like... um, my my dad doesn't really know anything about like computers and stuff. My mom only knows like the basic stuff. So if I were to tell her that oh um, I did try bringing it up once like saying like oh I I'm, I'm streaming because she did ask me like why am I always in my room like streaming <laughs> at stuff. Yeah. And I I didn't know how to like really explain it so I was like um well I I'm online and I play games and she's like uh, why like that's like a waste of time, you know, like the typical answer you probably get from mm-hmm. people who don't really understand like streaming and stuff like that. Then I tried mm-hmm. to explain, oh, but um if if you work hard enough you can actually make this a living. And she's like, but well, why would not anyone like want to watch you <laughs> kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> then I was like uh, that's true. Okay,
1: okay, <laughs> mom, that's true, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I I'm having fun and there are like what, a handful of people in there? So like I, I feel like um at first going into this I I did like want it to be like a full-time thing like um in the future because mm-hmm. like you know how in my job I don't really like my living conditions and stuff like that so I wanted to like be my own boss sort of way um and I thought streaming was one of those ways that it could happen but then when I got into it um I realized that like the people that you meet like make so much of a difference of like um what it actually Means. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, sometimes I think that I wouldn't be. I mean, I know we're all small in the same kind of barrel, but where I was from a year ago is, is definitely pushed by the people around me from both my fiance to other streamers like Panic Switch, Deadbeard. There's been a lot of outside influence that have kept pushing me. And I feel like I've made progress. I've learned to make progress. And I've definitely grown up as a streamer from. Uh, you know, worrying about being alone, so just really having fun with it, yeah, exactly. I
0: like, I, I started streaming like a little bit over a year ago because of the whole pandemic situation. I'm assuming mm-hmm. you did the same,
1: it seemed like you... well, I, uh, kind of. So, I actually started maybe two years before now, failed utterly ah, okay. miserably bad. I didn't network, I didn't really know what I was doing. I tried to do it with my friend of mine um and you know for after like three days it was super depressing and uh, i just i tapped out and didn't want to do it again and then that sparked with the argument with my folks about like you know th- that whole talk And i was like you know i'm gonna try it again and moon was behind me she pushed me it was rough at first but like thanks to someone like doxo23 who unfortunately doesn't stream anymore but he helped me get into connections with other people, helped me learn how to network, how to branch out, how to talk to other streamers, and uh, how to just enjoy what I do. And uh, I definitely know that I did not at least get to where I am now without the help of others.
0: And, and it's like, we're not, I mean, I think I can say this for both of us, but we don't really look at the numbers anymore, I'm mm-hmm. assuming.
1: I, yeah, because absolutely. it's more, yeah.
0: Because it's more of like a like we're just having fun with it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm because when I started, I really was looking at the numbers all the time, and I was like, oh my god, I'm only streaming to like three, to four people. There's only two other people in here because I have another device monitoring my stream, and I was like, uh, like, is this worth it and stuff like that. But then I had to like take some time off. I think I took like a like a two weeks or like close to a month of like not streaming, and then to like to just like um rearrange my thought process around streaming to uh-huh. having it more of a like um I'm just gonna do this for fun and if anyone like come to hang out that's great. Uh like and if you meet like new people along the way that's even better. That like, that's kind of like my mindset going into this now. I mean uh-huh. definitely there's gonna be a long-term goal of like yes I still wanna get this somewhere eventually. But it's more of like the more of like enjoying the process more instead of mm-hmm. like trying to constantly get to that goal for me.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I think like after you had a couple of hurdles, I remember in the beginning, I would have like I would want to cry if something broke on stream from Streamlabs. Now it's essentially part of my act because this is not a damn day I goes by where I don't break something on stream just by starting for, for one. Uh, so yeah, like
0: everyone has that day when you forget to <laughs> unmute your mic or like uh, stupid things happens. On oh yeah, TV. like sound alerts breaks, or or you're on the wrong <laughs> yeah, screen, yeah,
1: yeah. or like suddenly just some one of your frames just does not want to work. All of a sudden, I'm like, all right, well, you know, you're either going to stay here and watch what this trash fire right now as I try and fix this, or you're going to go somewhere else. Either way, I'm going to at least try and put a show out with this trash fire. Like you know, being on fire is just as entertaining as nothing happening. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> I, uh, I remember on my first few days when I came back and tried again, uh, as you said, uh, the pandemic, it just seemed to line up. Moon had been pushing me for some months before that, like, you got to start, you got to start. And I was just so nervous trying again, so she eventually kicked my ass, like, sit down, start tonight. And I did. And it was rough at first. And I know this is silly, but um, when I was the first and second stream and like nobody would show up and, you know, of course, that's what's going to be when you're a new person. There was my mindset was really going to town on depression and stuff like that, just really going to town. And I ended up, I actually have, um, from back when Destiny came out, they had a collector's edition where you could buy a ghost that came with it. So I had this, okay. little, little, I had this little thing that lit up, and I put it in front of my, my monitor, and that's what I talked to for a few days. That's what I pretended oh. was my only viewer, and it really just took away the cloud and the depression and fog. I felt like I I felt like I couldn't figure out how to talk to nothing. So I just pretended like something was there and it just ended up getting me through the whole experience. Oh, that's a really good tip. Hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm I still trying to figure out how to like get rid of dead air and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah but it, it really did help though after turning off um view account while streaming because then I just assumed that there's someone there all the time. Instead of like seeing if there really is or isn't anyone there, <laughs> and then I get the stream summary after that to like see oh okay
1: kind of thing. I uh, I keep this I keep mine on I don't know why I guess it's just like a placebo effect. I think like in my head if I see at least a two then to me the the game's on if I just see a two you know if I see like well, a that's fifteen good enough. or yeah yeah if I see 22, 25, or a ten that's fine. But just in my head, if I see at least a two, because I know one's a streamlabs, and but if I see like one other person, it's just that's it. I'm on. Game's on. If that's for one person or 200 people, it's still a full act.
0: That's that's great. <laughs> I get really discouraged when I see that when I see it drop. So I I had to turn it off because I and the thing is like I know that it's nothing to do with like mm-hmm. like me personally. It's it's just that people have things to do and people like you know they're not going to be there the entire time which is totally fine. Yeah, I think we like seeing two it bucks go, to go to down it, like that. yeah, i seen it go down it's still like affecting me so I just turned it off and like mm-hmm. that's how I get through it but yeah. Yeah, like everyone has their um, own their own
1: placebo effect. Yeah, yeah. So
0: okay. What are some of your goals that you're going for? Well, like where then, would you want us yeah, yeah, like you know that question like in five
1: years <laughs> we, man we, 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 i hope yeah. that i'm I, I gotta hope that i'm at least doing better in like five years that's just you can kind of see your metric after a while i i i've watched enough youtubers and twitch streamers so like almost their their whole lives are on display and i've heard a lot of good advice that was passed down and you know there's one that's he's going through controversy but he still had good advice it took him eight years to get like a hundred thousand people and be noticed uh, be like a figurehead face on Twitch, face on YouTube. It took them eight years to get there. Some people took a year and a half. Some people took two years, but it just, I know that like my goal is to eventually be like, I, 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 that's a hard one. Cause I have a hard time differentiating when some people are like, I do this for fun or I do it for boredom, which I totally understand. Like it's a, it's an absolute thing you can do. And for me, I missed this ship 10, 12 years ago. And I, always look back on it as what I could have done and should have done when I had the opportunity to do it and I missed it. And uh, I have the ability. I have the time Uh, From the people around me told me I have, I should do it because they like laughing at me. So why not make money doing it? So I was like, okay, well, I don't know how to take that, but uh, hopefully that will lead to something. So my five years from now, I'm hoping to, this is something this is this. I can quit my job. I'm happy with the job I have, but make this full time, you know, be a representative, help people with any problem they have. I just i want to okay, I can sum this up when I was doing bloodborne um uh-huh. very early on, and i got this was when I was first getting to know panic switch um I got raided by him, and it was a lot of people who came and it was at a crucial part where i'm like I'm fighting this boss on top of a- uh, tower the the- the king I forgot his name the king and I was just about to start to fight, and I got like 30, 40 people watching me, and they didn't leave, they stayed, and they were cheering me on. And I remember back when I was doing Halo and back when I was training for Super Smash and Halo 2, that I was like, I miss this feeling. This I was I'm intoxicated by being this center stage gladiator that puts on a show for people through like blood and sweat of combat and whatnot. I miss doing that. And that's kind of where I want to be in five years—is like making that a thing, making fighting in competitions and going back to what I used to do. Okay, so you you want to go into like the competitive scene, like the? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I'm currently practicing with the community on Fortnite, which is not where I thought I'd see myself today. Um, I'm not anywhere near as good as the person who I people I'm playing with, but I'm getting there through a lot of practice. I've actually just hit contender six a few days ago, so I'm two away from qualifying uh for champions, which is when you can start earning cash payouts. Um Oh uh, Right. And I I I looked at the map and what it takes to get there and I think I think I'm close and I can get there. I think I could do it. I'm not thinking I'm gonna be making the millions. That's not that's not till like two, three year now, future zero problem, but I think I can start earning some of those small pocket tickets for now until I can at least get a name for myself out there, hopefully.
0: So wait, so these championship things—they—they they happen in your state, or is it like an online kind of thing? So I don't Fortnite, know anything about Fortnite. So.
1: Oh yeah, well, Fortnite offers a lot of tournaments online. Most of it's like measuring your internet credit, where it's like, hey, get these points, and you can brag that you made this many points. That's fine. There, those there's there's beginners, or rather just four levels of just in general. Like you can consider them golden. You can consider them sil- bronze and silver equivalent. Then there's contender, which allows you to earn skins and some of do these exclusive tournaments, which is like uh, diamond and gold, and then there's champ I mean uh, champion, which is where they'd have like twice a month or sometimes one every two weeks, where you can earn a payout after you qualify 25th place, and it just goes up every place you make. So like 25, you get $600, uh, 18, you get like a thousand, and then it just keeps going up till you hit first. So Fortnite is organizing this? It's apparently been a thing I just never knew about. And I used to, I I used to, yeah, I I wanted to go into Rocket League or Call of Duty and I was just looking at the numbers and you're looking at like top three out of hundreds of people who are competing in these things weekly and like they're doable, but it's the numbers make it more reasonable that I can baby step my way into Fortnite now because I tried doing League and Dota and, and, uh. Heroes of the Storm, and I, that's just not my game anymore. I can't. I'm not good enough to do those.
0: Okay. Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't know that Fortnite had that kind of stuff. That's really cool. <laughs> I I would never expect that I would be playing Apex either. You know.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm. I can see you truly enjoy. uh <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you, you truly enjoy that experience. I don't
0: understand how they can make a game. Make you addicted to losing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, I know the feeling. I, I was the same way for Super Smash, where it's like I got to the point where I enjoyed losing because it meant I could learn something new. So I know the right? jo- I know I know the rush.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I lost, but I'm still having so much fun. But what what sorcery is this? Um, okay, so okay, this is back to the streaming question. Do you have what? like a favorite? memory of streaming. Like if it's that maybe it's what you just mentioned when panic like rated you. But do you have like a specific memory of streaming where you're like, oh,
1: like something that you will remember for like ever <laughs> Oh man, it, it might have to be that. I think almost every stream I unfortunately have to remember it as a as as I have bits that you can redeem to scare the jesus out of me. And every uh-huh. day is every stream's an experience with this community as they are like Pros at timing their their shots at scaring the crap out of me. So hard hard to really say what's my favorite because every one of them I'm always leaving leaving terrified than when I first started. Okay,
0: do you have a favorite um, chat moment? Like, did anyone like say something interesting or like anything like heartwarming? Either like for me, it's it's always like very heartwarming when people say like um. Like thank you for the stream at the end of the stream, or like when people say, "Uh, like they've missed my streams and stuff like that," because it makes me feel like oh, someone actually wants to see this kind of thing instead of just me. You know,
1: having fun. <laughs> I think it would have to be when anyone when they cheer. As I mentioned earlier, like when I. When I'm uh, being shouted to keep going, to cheer, to fight harder, that I got this stuff like that, like everybody coming together in your center stage, for that that those are usually my favorite chat chat moments. Okay, what's now that was like
0: happy stuff? What what's a what's a sad memory you have during your streaming career? <laughs>
1: the very first few days when I felt that, as we mentioned with our complex, that. What am I doing wrong that I'm alone and that silence? I I I called it the void early on because it feels like while you're trying to be a character, you're trying to be on a persona. um, Yeah, you have to keep it up. You can't be quiet. You can't stop. And I see a lot of when people ask me for tips from their thing, and I and I watch their video and I go back to like, you know, you're like quiet for like. 20 minutes even though there's nobody there like people notice that and so I have to force myself to be happy to be on to be that persona and that that was so tiring and it because I don't want people to come in and think that it's that this is what I am—it's a quiet streamer that's that has nothing to offer. It's just another game you could watch in your own time, or go to someone more entertaining. I I have to keep being on, talking like there's somebody there, like interacting, like you know, not like hey chat, what do you think, but like you've you seen like YouTubers. It's kind of like doing a YouTube kind of like commentary thing. It's just nobody's there, and uh, those that's, yeah, that's true. Those were very brutal in the very beginning. Um, I I don't think people really understand how difficult it is till they because you do see some people who come in and they're like oh streaming's overrated or it's a lot easier than it looks and you know trying to do rocket league at like platinum level while juggling chat um who's like spamming like crazy a conversation (laughs) is this is you can't the people who earn the place that they earn for the millions and thousands of subscribers and viewers they have they've earned that and it's through blood and sweat that they've earned that it's not easy
0: it's not easy at all
1: <laughs> i don't understand how
0: some people can like i i watched this streamer who has like a few thousand viewers at the same time but he can read chat and interact with chat like so well i don't understand how he does it because his chat is like flying but he mm-hmm. can catch like what like people are actually asking and he, he actually says hi to like most of the people which is very impressive and i i think that's one of like my one of my like, um, like, is an example that I want to go for, like even if like for example in the future if I really do get like a lot of views and like if I get like chat scrolling down a lot, I feel like interaction is like the most important thing about streaming mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's like the only difference between uh, YouTube video and streaming because YouTube is like it's pre-produced, it's there all the time for someone to see and it's always like it's um, usually it's more informational nowadays, but yeah. like, I feel like streaming is more like an live interaction because that's what you can't get. Um, in a YouTube video.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've, I've noticed like when I watch some people that, uh, there's two scenarios, like there's the obscene ones that can like, they'll do what they're doing in one hand and then like read every line in the other. And it's like, you are in the wrong line of work with that kind of talent. And then there's the others that have <laughs> understood that it's like, uh, kind of like a concert where after a while when you're hitting the thousands of people it's like a tsunami of information and you kind of hand pick it like in a concert where you point at that guy in the third row and you're like hey i'm gonna read your comment out of the thousand or you put the 25th person on the line like after you get like to those big things it's nearly impossible that's why they put that super chat and you gotta pay to get notice, or you can hear the, yeah. the sound bite goes when you do a, a redemption with bits. It's, people are like, "Well, that's less personal." It's like, "Well, you try reading a thousand messages a second. Um, that's there. <laughs> that's there for their sanity." That's very true.
0: But I'm not gonna lie. Like the the thought of getting to like a big audience like that, it also really scares me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I ha- feel
1: like you're gonna like what happens if you screw up when you are like that? I've already watched. Uh, when I was starting off, I was getting to know some like partners and late affiliate characters and I've seen people from like 400 people drop down to 50 and I still don't know why.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen like partnered, um, Twitch streamers who only like every stream only get like maybe like 15 to 20 people, mm-hmm. which I mean, it's still great because I would love to have 15 to 20 people in the stream like regularly. <laughs> But I'm assuming that they weren't there before uh-huh. because they had to, like, you know, get the partner status and everything. So and it's really weird because, like, how like, YouTube works is like the more subscribers you have, that means the more, like, technically viewership you would get because it pushes your videos to all of your subscribers. But I realized that on Twitch, it doesn't really matter how many followers you have, uh-huh. like, it, it totally depends on who's willing to come back every time.
1: Yeah, it's like a bookmark with follow lists on that. I've seen people who are like, I hit the 1,000 follower uh, mile list, but they only average like 10 to 12 people. And I'm like, I'm, I'm proud yeah. of you, man. Um, that's, I mean, like milestones as you go. But there's some people who are like, I hit. I remember one person I wanted the network in the beginning. Um, I don't think he does it anymore. I think he got a divorce, which was very unfortunate. Cause I think Twitch took his, uh, his marriage, but he had like, 1200 follows and he only ever averaged like four to five people. And it, his attitude about it was kind of like that. He really, he tried and, tried and tried and tried and tried and it got kind of desperate and awkward. How, despite all these like follow, he, he did like a lot of follow for follow and his network game was very more oh, of a, okay. a, a selfish. Kind of like you could tell he's trying to bring people to his from other people's without anything like working or getting to know people. And, um, it, it, it's you can it, it puts a bad taste in your mouth when you're like hearing people when they have so many follows because um, then the and then their numbers don't reflect that.
0: Yeah, the streaming thing is tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. So, like, look, um, like speaking about like other true streamers and stuff. Do you have like any role models or some or
1: someone that you look up to in the like streaming world or? Maybe you're I, not
0: in the streaming world.
1: I have a few. Um there's and they're mostly uh well one of them's not, but he was. But they're like they're faceless scam people like Omrecker, H uh, H2O Delirious, Cartoons, that whole gang of people. Um they have such some of them have such tragic backstories. Like Omrecker was homeless and uh what he dropped out of high school and he was alone for so long and then he just Guys, GED went to college, got a master's, and now he's streaming. Um, <laughs> but they give such good advice on like if you want to be a faceless cam. So like Corpse's husband, as an example, has been really yeah. going on about why more faceless cam people need to keep being faceless because uh, he's faceless, people don't know what he is, and people are still finding out where he lives. Um, the, I, I, I like their the, There's something about their way they have their avatars that are that's so intoxicating that I kind of want to go down that same route. I want to make a persona in a way that people will remember. Like look at Hololive, the the VTubers that are really blowing yeah. up these last couple of years. Um, I haven't really done any research or gone into it, but I mean regardless of that, they're in they're everywhere.
0: Yeah. I think the uh, I think i follow like maybe two VTubers probably. I follow like, you know, Code Miko. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and I follow Ash on LOL because, well, she's Australian, so I can actually catch her streams.
1: I think the in our group, the only one I'm familiar with is Baphomet. And oh. that's far in between. I think I feel like I know more VTubers than I know, but I guess after a while, you it, there's so many people you follow and you get to know that it's, it's hard to keep track of everything. Um... But yeah, like uh, uh on Record, Delirious, I show Bonos, those people. Uh, there's something about how wholesome they can be. I mean, they're they're both dicks to each other, but what they bring to their community, how people look up to them, and they reach back. They interact with like almost every person out of the million peoples that follow them. They, I I hope they get there one day, and to be able to be as wholesome as they can be to their community.
0: Yeah, uh, like. So like community stuff, like
1: talking about community.
0: What kind of community do you think that you would want to
1: nurture? <laughs> I have a simple rule, and um, in mine, I generally understand that, like, for like, I don't well, I don't ask for political or religious views. You know, when you come onto a stream, sometimes you kind of want to just leave your baggage at the door, and you just want to unwind. You know, that's why you go to a bar sometimes or a club. You just want to relax, read a book. Just keep to yourself, and if somebody comes in screaming, the end of the world isn't here. The end of the world, and it kind of kills the vibe. But I would, my one rule is: when you come to my stream, don't be a jerk to each other. All right? It's we can tell the difference. We're all big people. We most of us have some social, uh, social cues where it's like you know I can tell the difference when you're picking fun at someone for fun and doing it to be a jerk. And my thing I want to nurture is just come here, take your shoes off put your stress on me. I will shoulder whatever's wrong. You know, if you some people just they just want to unwind. They just want to let something out. Their day was terrible. They just want to vent. And just vent. You know, we're here for you. We're all here going to hug you. We're going to hug you, pat you in the back, tell you how it's going to be, it's going to get better, or give you the hard truth if it's not going to be better, but hey, here's how steps we can maybe help you to get through tomorrow. Just I just want to make sure that people aren't jerks who and I've had a couple. I've actually had a few that have had the ban. They're just like, they just don't understand to not be a jerk. I don't, I don't know why. Well, I kind of understand why, but just some people don't want to listen. Yeah. There, there are actually like a lot of like horrible people
0: out there, which is very surprising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of, what is like a band story that like really stuck out for you that you are like, nope, I'm not having any of that?
1: I haven't, as a matter of fact, as weird as it is, I've never had to ban anyone. I think to this day, oh. I've never had a single ban. I know Panic actually messed around with some friends of mine because I had some relatives come in on one of my big streams that I had, and they made a lot of funny uh, Twitch names, and so Panic took it as like they were trolls, so he just banned them on the spot. And then I got texted. <laughs> and was like, hey, man, we're trying to watch a stream, and we just got banned. I'm like, oh, uh, okay, and I cleared that up. But uh, there was one I should have. And maybe if I can give any advice to anyone who wants to stream in the future or is currently starting off and whatnot, no one is worth this, the headache. Okay, you, If someone's making you uncomfortable and you make it clear that in some way, shape, or form you're not happy about their attitude and they're still going to push back, just kick them. They're not worth the view. They're not worth the follow. Anyone who's going to give you that headache, ruin your community, come in there and start pushing people around just just save yourself the trouble click it boom what does matter it's one less person but it's everyone will be happier you'll be happier and i had one when i was doing darkest dungeon i don't remember the name i should have gone back and i kicked myself every day that i didn't ban the person but there was just something so toxic about this guy and stuff like you know if i miss what he said or i misquoted what he said he'd say stuff like uh are you stupid? Do you not understand the words that I'm saying? Are you unable to hear what I'm saying? How can you be so incompetent that you don't get what I'm saying? And I and I look back and I'm like, what? Why did I let that go for so long? But I've no. I've never I've never seen him since that day. So you know, if I okay. ever see anyone now who just starts stuff like that, I don't even give it a second shot. Just like, look, man, the science is in the door. Don't be a jerk. Have control your attitude. That's that's fair. Yeah.
0: I I think for me, um, there are definitely some people who come in the chat and you you definitely know instantly that there's something wrong with this person. And then you just keep an eye out. Like you have that mouse hovered over the button just waiting <laughs> yeah. for something to happen. Um, but yeah, I think I need to do that more often too. Like what you were saying, like if they just make you uncomfortable and it makes streaming like not enjoyable for like everyone... Mm-hmm. especially if they're being like uncomfortable in chat and stuff like that yeah definitely should ban them there's yeah. the, the issue is like sometimes there's like overlap between different communities and mm-hmm. like you see this person in someone else's chat and they come into your chat and then they're if they do something wrong you don't know if like what would happen if you did ban them because then you'll see them in somebody else's chat you know how does that work i don't even know how twitch handles that actually
1: So if you ban it in yours, that just means that they can't see you in yours and you can still see them everywhere else. You can report them if they're committing a TTOS fraud on their part, such as like sexual derogatory terms that make the person uncomfortable, racist terms. You can report them. I've reported people on other things, other people's channels that really got under my skin saying terrible things to people. But um, so my mentality is like, let's say I'm on your stream right? You got, a, you got a great community, I'm watching you, whatnot, and you got some good people there, let's say some loyal people, and you have one of them, they come to my stream, and he starts doing shit, right? He starts knocking some heads, starts being rude, I've warned him and whatnot, you know, I mm-hmm. I ban him, so I ban him on my thing, so what? Like, he's not welcome on my thing, but I'm not going to police your thing, alright? It's your channel. If I go over there and I start talking to him, he's like, hey, you're the guy who banned him, he's like, yeah, well, you were acting like a cuck to me. And I'm just letting you know, I'm not here to start any trouble. just want to sit here and enjoy my stay with Gar. Maybe we can be friends here. And, you know, hopefully if at the end, it's kind of one of those things where like, I had someone cover this too. If somebody's starting stuff on another person's channel, that's a reflection on you. Especially as a mod or a VIP. These, Even if it's just one person. If somebody's going to go to another channel and be a complete asshole, and then they said, Gar sent me well, that's going to make you look bad, because that means that's the people you keep around you, and if it's like, if you told me, hey, this guy from your community came in here and started to say, like, racist terms and whatnot, even though in my channel, he's been, like, an adult, you know, if I, I, personally for me, I trust your opinion enough, they're like, well, that's fine, he's gone then, I'm not going to put up with that, you don't go to someone else's channel and start saying stuff like that, I mean, some people are really good at hiding their, their toxicity, and then it goes out in other people's channels, and you know, if well, we've actually had a couple instances where we found some uh, some guys going around being like really derogative to women, and the community would be like, "Hey, can we, in your streams or your Discords, ban this name because he did this," and they posted the screenshot of what they said, like, "Yeah, no questions asked." Boom, he's gone. I don't want to see him here. So if you see someone they start something in someone else's channel, you gotta think like, do you wanna do you want that in your channel? Because it's only a matter of time, maybe. That one That's person's true. not worth it in the long run out of the thousands that potentially could be there.
0: Yep. Yeah, I gotta get more strict on that stuff.
1: <laughs> it, it it's it goes. You can talk to them. Sometimes it's just simply just talking to them. It could be a misunderstanding. Uh, one thing I heard recently that you just had an incident, as if I recall, and I heard it. I I was fuming when I heard about that. That uh. Someone had the, the gall to come into a channel and say that. And you know what? I think you should honor him with something. I think it's a great idea what he said. You should release a jacket. And on the back of the jacket, it says, know your place. And on each shoulder, <laughs> it has 100 and zero, 00 on the other one. I would buy that jacket.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I The thing is, like when when you're streaming like um, and if something like happens... I think it's like a really good skill to like know how to like balance it. I mean, like own it, or like Mm -hmm. instead of like letting it affect you. I get affected very easily by a lot of things because I deal with a lot of like anxiety and self worth issues. So when someone says something like that, I'm going to get like really, like oh okay kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. I know that you're probably not supposed to let that get to you. Like like what you said, you're supposed to like probably just take it and then use like take control of it and own it for your own. Well, no, there's
1: many ways you can do it. Like, that's not a set in stone. You could either laugh it off, punish the person. Uh, You know, you can also be honest with your, your people about, like, hey, you know, you ban that person, take a moment of your time, unwind, be like, look, if I can, people, let me have a moment of my time. I'm not good with stress. This kind of stuff makes me uncomfortable. It's also a lesson for your mods so that now they know in the future that stuff like this makes you uncomfortable so they can watch it better. Uh, It's not even a shot at them. They may not have just not known that it did. Just opening up to your public, like, can we have a few minutes just to chat, talk? I want to relax a little bit, get back the vibe, because this killed my vibe. And uh, any way you go about it that makes you happy is fine. But don't feel pressured to do anything you're not happy to do, Gar.
0: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. There's a lot to learn
1: in this kind of situations. Unfortunately, it's a very trial by error kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And especially, like, uh, I do need to, like, um, understand that this is going to happen more often, especially if you put yourself in on the internet. Like, oh, yeah. It's going to get so much worse. Yeah. i was <laughs> seen really bad stuff in uh, Fawansai's stream. <laughs> so that's why whenever she streams, I'm, like, actively, like, watching chat because... Like, she gets a lot of weird stuff happening. Is um, be it better now?
1: <laughs> I gotta be careful, though, because I always feel like I'm pushing her buttons by accident.
0: <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's like really bad stuff. Like, yeah. uh, like yeah, it's really bad. But yeah, uh, there was yeah, there's a lot of situations. But I guess I don't know if it's like being a girl on the internet also. Makes people say weird things.
1: <laughs> Generally, yeah, that, that is the unfortunate thing. Is that that whole protection behind the screen is um, makes people feel like they're invincible.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So that only like because like Discord has that issue too, especially people with open links. Um, but it's better now. They have like um, better protection stuff, which is great. Oh yeah. Okay, so we're gonna try to move away from the streaming stuff to like yes know more about you. So sure. I actually don't know this, but I I
1: know you have a full time job, right? Yes. What um, do you do? <laughs> so I I kinda have like a thing I had to recite at the time because um it's not that I'm secretive about it, it's just that I don't want the my job had advised me that sometimes it's best to just say a certain thing of what I do because People will think that I can do more for them than I actually can. But okay. what I've been told is that what, what I do, what my company does, is we assist veterans in receiving their pension and compensation. And what my department does is assist uh, uh, is assist, um, doctors in evaluating the paperwork of what is uh, relevant to the patient's case, a.k.a. let's say a patient has a foot problem. Um, then they, uh, they they go to the doctor like, hey, I believe I had a foot-related injury while on service. Um, I'm claiming compensation for my injury. And so the patient will put in all his paperwork from all his tours of duty, from on-field, field field surgeons, doctors, visits he had while on duty from around the world. And we go through that paperwork and make it nice and pretty for the doctor so he doesn't have to search a 1,000 pages for broken hands, broken ribs. He finds the one that's relevant to the foot. And then that's what we evaluate, and he'll get a pension on that foot related problem once so the doctor can prove that, yeah, okay, we can see that there's these documents that you did get injured. Here's how you got injured, how bad it was injured. Here's a certain amount of whatnot. So we're just really, our, our job is to help the VA do its job. Okay. That sounds really interesting. It, uh, can have its, it, it, it is. It, it has its moments where, uh, it could be a bit much. You know, you, you see a lot of, uh, um, A lot of things that you maybe don't want to see on the line of duty. Oh. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> huh. All right. So uh, tell us something
1: nobody else
0: knows about you.
1: Well, uh, nobody knows what I look like right now. Uh, I try and keep that little thing. It seems to be something that a few people have been desperately trying to scrap up and find, but um, yeah, I I, you know, I want to be a VTuber in the long run, get an avatar, a persona start using that, that rig so, I guess well, oh well um, I guess most people didn't know that I used to want to do esports uh, I don't know, I guess I don't really have anything interesting that I don't already already know uh do you have any like hobbies or like things that you like to do other oh industry? okay so yeah. you know gaming is my life that is probably my hobby uh-huh. I, i've been doing it since the nintendo i consider myself a somewhat connoisseur uh connoisseur sorry i always get that word wrong connoisseur of video gaming from like almost everything i've never and i, I never had the ability to play either i actually ended up just reading a lot of magazines growing up and reading a lot of stuff on the internet because uh, we were we were a bit tight on money growing up so it wasn't that I got my own job that I actually could experience what I wanted to do a lot and or go back and try old tiles. So I guess uh, I I probably have had my hand in almost every game ever made. I've, I've tried it, usually. There's uh, maybe not some fighting games, but those weren't really my cup of tea, but I've probably experienced and know a little bit more than I should about some games. And I'm still learning, and I still want to learn more. So uh, I guess horror would probably be my, my genre of choice, because... I'm big baby, I'm, can't handle it, but I love it. I do realize
0: you like to play scary games online.
1: I, just, I think, it's a, I think uh, there was a period of time when we got to see it on YouTube and Twitch, uh, and it was a glorious time, but now we have a dry spell where like, a lot of the big names have been played, everyone's done it, and nobody wants to do it anymore because there's either not that much coming out or there's not that much interesting. And some titles have been... Lost through the cracks, and I want to bring that back. Where like titles people don't remember, didn't heard of, great games. I mean, like I've got Song of Horror, I did for a while. And nobody knew, but I didn't know about that. Uh, it is probably one of the scariest games I ever played, and I don't want to go back to it.
0: <laughs> I yeah. I, if I play a horror game, it's gonna be just once. I'm never going back to it when I'm done. I uninstall that <laughs> right away.
1: Oh, you should let your community pick it for you. Uh. I will I will choose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is one game that I really want to try. I don't know if it's really horror, but I've seen like, interesting gameplay. It's called The Medium.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, that would be a good choice for you. It's a very good My, my First Steps into it. It's like a yeah, SCP-esque, if I recall. I, I, oh,
0: SCP, right? You just That's what you just said. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's
1: like a... If I recall, it's, it's either that one I'm thinking of or it's another one that was a PlayStation title. And after Actually, a while, all these names blur. I, I never heard of SAPs
0: until like this year. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that is that is a that I a. I didn't know that hole. was a thing. Yeah, because I think I watched someone play something like that on stream, and they were like explaining it to me, and I was like, "Wait, what?" There's this huge like world of things,
1: and I didn't even, like didn't even hear about it. Yeah, and it's free. You can go to their official wiki. So the wiki. Allows anyone, or at least from my understanding, you can go in there and submit anything you want. just as long as you're a writer to an extent that you can make a plot, why is this, a, is this an SCP? what level it is and it gets lo- it gets lodged into there, it gets evaluated and they decide if it's an SCP or not. Like the That's sun crazy. is an SCP <laughs> What does it do? I didn't I didn't read that. I didn't read what it does. there's like a there's some like friendly ones, there's like different levels, like some that are like they have to be secured. There's some that are not threatening that are secured. There's some that are life-threatening, world-ending, but so, like there's a oh, go on. Oh, so it's kind of like it reminds me of kind of like control, right? Yeah, that's what I'm actually mixing it up with control, not not medium. Control is like a tribute to SCP in a way. Um, uh, that's the one I was making. I get those two mixed up all the time for some reason. Okay,
0: the medium is more like an alternate dimension travel thing, right? I think, yeah. At least what I've seen. Yeah.
1: I guess because like, the, yeah. the, the two heroesses are very similar in design. It's, it's, some games can become a blur after a while. That's true. Okay. Well, we've been going
0: for almost an hour now, so we're probably going to wrap it up. Will but do. Um, if there is, uh, I'm stealing this line from another interview podcast person that I watch (laughs) but he usually asks like if there's something that you want to shout out or you want to like have the message
1: like spread like what would you want to promote um stop being jerks to each other and people's channels be happy with who you are and just relax you know we're here we're gonna do the best we can to take your stress away and we don't regret it and we'll be happy to always be there for you
0: nice I had another question, but I forgot. <laughs> that's, that's life for you. Yep. Um, oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. All right, so if there's anyone who's trying to get into streaming, like, now, in 2021, I almost said mm-hmm. 2022, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> in 2021, um, what would be the advice that you want to give them?
1: There's going to be a lot of people that tell you their own personal taste um, that, that would have made it work for them or what they're happy with. I can tell you from what I've seen from other people, or at least my personal preference, have a. If you can't play without it's jittering, you know bad lag, bad PC. Just wait, wait a little longer till you have everything set up. People do notice, and we've tried to pretend that they don't notice, but the crowd can be pretty judgmental over every little thing. Don't let anything get under your skin. If something breaks, it's gonna break. Nothing you can do about it. Don't let it ruin you. And just most of all, just be happy in yourself. Don't people can read the room very easily. They can read your face. They got nothing but to do to watch you. And even if you're not a face cam person, they can hear it in your voice. Just know that they're here for you. They don't mind any mistakes that are going to happen. They're not going to judge you for that. And finally, just be patient. You got to, the number one thing I've noticed that you can push for, you got to network and advertise. Those are that's, That's going to be what makes or breaks you. Networking and advertising. Let people know you exist and just keep pushing that.
0: All right. Thank you. That's really good advice, especially the part about the uh, visuals and stuttering and stuff. Because, yeah, people do notice that. I've had people tell me, like,
1: that they're good with their rig being... um, I I, I stream, and if I I didn't stream uh, when I had a bad rig, I wouldn't have started streaming and... You know they they I feel bad because they they still are really where they were like a year ago, and they're not making any effort to do anything better and people people notice this stuff, they notice every little detail in your stream and they will they will remember that and they may not come back they they're, the, the crowd can be tough
0: It could even be on a subconscious level, like some people don't know why they just they don't watch a stream, but it's like just subconsciously it just bothers them. But they don't exactly know why either. Like, I think, like, the, like, I think audio is very important. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but if, like, I see a streamer with, like, really bad mic quality, I don't really tune in for a very long time because it, it bothers me because I'm a very audio, ver- uh, audio you know, person mm-hmm. because of, like, music and stuff. So I'm very sensitive to, like, lousy quality audio. So it was bad. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the truth hurts. I mean, like every little thing you do wrong is going to bother someone, whether you're just bad at the game, someone's not going to want to be there, but whatever. Yeah. You got bad audio quality. You can't win everyone. So you got to do the best of what you can with what you can. But if there's so much going wrong, just wait till you have the best setup you can get. That is at least something you would watch. If it's something you would watch, that's what you got to remember when you're streaming. Would you watch this? Are you mad? Don't stream tonight. Was it a bad video tonight and you don't want it to be there for the next two weeks? Close the VOD. You know, don't be afraid to own up to your mistakes. Apologize to the crowd. Like, hey, I've just not me tonight. I can't stream. We'll try again tomorrow. The crowd will understand. Just learn to relax and you will you it'll be so much easier for you. That's the number one thing I could probably push.
0: Yeah, definitely. Even if it means having this 3-mile lower quality, it's totally fine if it's not stuttering. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> so, some people really like to have everything pushed to the max, but uh, they just it, their rig just can't handle it. I'm like, just right. lower the quality. It's fine. Like I th- as, think as, like this... As long as it's not
1: stuttering. I think there's kind of like a, a, a 720 is kind of like a subconscious point people put up with. Anything less than that. People are like, well, I can go to someone else who has better than 720 um, or 720 at all. I've I've noticed that when I did Ghost of Tsushima that I had to really tank the quality because for some reason that game was just not cooperating with Streamlabs until I sat down and really fiddled with it. But it's like I made the choices. I'm not going to stream this game till it at least looks visibly pleasant, and that was yeah. my choice. And and I'm sure anyone else who was in there for the game that was everybody was talking about that day was thinking the same thing. Like, why do I want to be here for this. I can go somewhere else. Yeah.
0: And, oh, and there's also the other extreme where you don't have to have 4K quality on stream.
1: <laughs> oh, no one no one does 4K. No one? That's, yeah, I mean... <laughs> not even the big streamers the do 4K. You can't, even, you can't even stream 4K on Twitch. Exactly. And they say that you can. And I see people are like, oh, I don't feel so good. My video's not at 4K. Like, not even like uh, these big name, like Shroud doesn't do 4K. No one does. Like hardly yeah. do people do 1080 even at that.
0: And if you do, even if you do get it to 4K, no one's going to have the internet <laughs> capacity to yeah, watch yeah, you. That's <laughs> the number one thing
1: too. It's like, get get like kind of a meeting where everyone can be happy because Twitch doesn't care about their phone people. We've known that. Uh, their app reflects that. Same with Discord. Oh, so, the app is really bad. Yeah. So the, it's like, you're going to do the best that you can, but just realize that if, like, not, 60% of the world does not have the fiber to watch 1080. So don't. Don't try and make everybody happy with that. Try and meet a happy medium where you can get a fair quality and most people can watch it.
0: And like, um, I've noticed some people stream at nine hundred p, which is like a resolution I haven't really seen very common. I but it's actually even, it's did, yeah, you could do that. It's like sixteen hundred by nine hundred, huh? And it actually looks like it's like in between seven twenty and ten eighty. And it looks like pretty decent.
1: Hmm. No, I learned something new today.
0: Yeah, I, I I saw someone do that, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like really good quality." And I checked the, I checked the, you know, the resolution. And it was like 900p. I was like, "Oh, okay."
1: Yeah, that's like that's like I could imagine that feeling. Like, well, that's a thing I didn't know you could do. Yeah, they always tune on the on the advertisements and articles and even monitoring, Like, yeah, does 720, does 1080, does 4K, does 8K. But you never think that like. You could do less. You could actually change that a little bit. Uh huh.
0: It it saves resources in your PC definitely because it doesn't hmm. have to render at like 1080. But yeah. Okay. So, um, I guess that's it for this episode.
1: All but right. before we end it, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me uh three ways, which is the most reliable way, I guess you could say. You can find me at zero confidences Twitter page. You can find me on Zero Confidence Twitch page. And you can find me on my uh, trying-to-be-something Zero Confidence YouTube page. But, you know, it's nothing now, but I'm hoping to make it a thing. I'm slowly making it a thing. But that's where you can find me. So your Zero Confidence is it spelled, like, normally? Or? Oh, uh, Zero. The Zero is a number Zero. And I think that's the only weird thing about my name.
0: As in, like, the the Zero in
1: the... Zero, oh, like right? zero as num- a <laughs> the, the zero as in the numerical zero, <laughs> or zero like Borderlands Two zero.
0: <laughs> okay, but anyways, like because this is for the people who are just listening it, and, and they probably right. don't have the description box below it. But yeah, I need remember YouTube that. <laughs> we'll have the we'll have the
1: description.
0: Uh, we'll have the links in the description. But like people on Spotify, I don't know. I actually never uploaded a podcast on Spotify before, so I don't know if they give you description boxes. I, don't know. I think I have better luck on on Apple. I think I'm going to go with the service that goes to both. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Whoever made it all the way to the end. I highly appreciate (laughs) (laughs) y'all. But yeah, I don't know who's going to be next because uh, this thing is super spontaneous. And yeah. But thank you, Zero, for taking this time out of your night. Thank you for having me. Oh, also, do you have like a stream schedule that's like a, you know, consistent schedule that you, yeah, consistent one or do people just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday,
1: uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7.30 p.m. CST, uh, Central Standard Time. And if I could just wake up on time Sunday mornings at like 10 or 11 around that time, I don't know what is about Sundays that I'm not good at, but uh, 10 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. So sorry on this. I try my best, guys. (laughs) All right. Okay,
0: so I'll see you guys next time on I'm Podcasting Hello. Bye. Bye. This is the end of this episode of I'm Podcasting Hello. I really appreciate you if you've reached the end. If you enjoyed this content, feel free to like and share. I'm also on socials as I'm GarHello, and you can also hang out with me on Twitch where I stream regularly. Catch you all next time.